0: It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Netherlands players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we are continuing our look at the uh, squads for the 2022 World Cup. And uh, today we focus on uh, Netherlands. (laughs)
1: We We interrupt interrupt this mini cast with a bold and
0: slashing edit, a brief introduction to the shortened player series. It's basically the last section of the full-length version. Uh, There we examined the formation up until June 2022. uh, We also went through all the players who had recently appeared for the national team and judged uh, the likelihood of their making the squad um, and giving information on their history and standing with the squad. For this media cast, we have washed all that chatter out and are panning down to the nugget. We hope it you incites your interest in the full-length version, the link to which is available in the show notes. So now, joining in progress. The end of the player by player again, and then we'll just have a bit of discussion. Uh, about the squad here, kind of going back to the notes at the top. So once again, uh, De Jong, uh, Frank De Jong uh, managed them during the cup and then Van Gaal, uh, Louis van Gaal took over after the cup. So they got rid of uh, De Jong and replaced him with Louis van Gaal in his third stint as, uh, as Netherlands manager so uh we did talk about a bit of disunity on the squad and soon we're going to talk about the club affiliations of uh, netherlands the question though is whether uh van Gaal is the man who's going to bring all that talent together uh to 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 uh you know to be one of the strong teams in the cup so uh, netherlands um They do have a lot of talent but aren't always unified in the dressing room or on the field. Uh, The question then is uh, Is Van Gaal going to be the the solution for that. The other question which is uh, related to Van Gaal is they had a very steady formation and were using the same players through their seven games after the Euro Cup of World Cup qualifying. And they did well with that in a four-three-three 3 3 formation. Uh, but now uh, in the last Nations League games, uh, they used three different formations over those four games and a whole lot of new players. So um, bringing uh, players in maybe to check them out uh, to see. Usually that's done during friendlies, I must say, but... Um, to uh, kind of see what talent they have and maybe uh, look into new talent. But it's getting a bit close to the World Cup to kind of start that process. So uh, my question is whether uh, whether they're creating a problem for themselves, uh, bringing in new players that they then have to consider. What do you do with the old players who were in that position and stuff like that? Those are my concerns for Netherlands. All right, let's move on. Uh, club affiliations. Well, I've talked about them as we went through the players one by one, but uh, in summary, uh, they just have um, uh, they have players playing for some of the top clubs uh, in the Netherlands. So that's five players with Ajax and three players with uh, uh, PSV Eindhoven. Uh, they have two players uh, in Spain with Barcelona and one with Real. They have two players in Italy. Uh, sorry, they have uh, in Italy. They have two players for Inter Milan. Uh, two with Atalanta, one with Roma. England, uh, three of the top teams: uh, Liverpool, Manchester City, and Man United. They have one player at each of those teams. Two with Bayern Munich in Germany and one at Dortmund. And Besiktas uh, in Turkey, so uh, just top clubs all around there. Some of them do play for kind of secondary, uh, secondary clubs like Vitesse in Netherlands, Bologna in Italy, Norwich in England, uh, Freiburg and uh, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but uh, we would have to say their club affiliation, their pedigree is very strong, and sometimes too much is made of that. But um, definitely going into the cup, that's why I say, can Van Hal bring the talent together? Because obviously uh, they have to be talented to reach those teams. Uh, But the question is whether they show it as a team, as a national team, because sometimes uh, Netherlands doesn't okay well i put together a little chart of the players who that we that we had as definite likely or possible and i'm kind of comparing them with other teams as i go through this podcast so uh, it's just a, a kind of a fun little uh, experiment that i do and um, Uh, we take a look at four things so one is the total number of players under consideration so that gives a, an idea as to which squads are very steady and which clubs are trying out a lot of new players as they come into the cup so uh, the average there is um, uh, the average there is is currently around uh, 30. Uh, 30 candidates. Netherlands has 33, so they seem to be trying out uh, a lot of new candidates. By comparison, uh, we have Ghana, who who uh, are trying out a lot of new candidates, kind of worryingly so. But then we have uh, Senegal with 24 and Qatar with 26, both steady teams playing, you know, playing the game, uh, playing. Same players playing their games time after time, uh, you know working together and working out the teamwork and the communication on the field. As far as Netherlands goes, they seem to have that uh, as in their World Cup qualification and now have gone uh, through a lot of experimentation uh, uh, in the four recent Nations League games. The next stat is the average age of the team so in general uh, 25 to 27 seems to be the average and uh, netherlands is 26.6 among the players on my chart there so that's a uh, pretty average and they have actually uh, a lot of the veterans are in their 30s they have quite a few players in their 30s um but they do have quite a few uh, younger players uh too so Uh, it kind of balances out in the middle. But I would say actually a good balance of uh, veterans and new players coming in. Average number of caps is uh, 26.5. And let me see uh, how that compares with other teams. Uh, That is about... uh, about average, Uh, uh, Qatar was shockingly more than everyone else because they've been playing so many games together as a unit uh, over the last three years. And the last one is the total goals uh, among the players we've selected. And Netherlands is high at 130, well above the average of 86. Uh, That averages out to 3.9 goals per player. So, because we're talking about a larger number of players—33 players—that um, uh, partly accounts for the for the number of goals. But I think, in general, the stats shows them to be uh, an attacking team. They can definitely score a lot of goals. Okay, we'll go through the players to watch or the issues to watch. And uh, in defence, uh, well, we have six candidates for goalkeeper we're going to go through the candidates uh, uh, at the end here but the big question is there uh, who is going to replace uh uh as the um as the uh as the starting goalkeeper because uh, they've been mixing and matching quite a bit uh the other question is will they go with the world cup qualifying back uh, Backline, or will they start using some of the newcomers that they've really introduced uh, in the last four Nations League games? I've got to say, the Nations League games went well. They won three and tied one, so uh, not a problem. But they may be creating a selection problem for themselves by having, you know, a, a reliable background and, and a whole bunch of new players who want to get onto the field, and then who do you choose? Uh, during the podcast I compared that to the USA's team who seemed to have a similar problem uh, well uh, I did have a note uh, about wine and is he there or is he not um, and the answer is he is not because during the podcast we we saw that he's injured and not expected back until after the World Cup uh, he played an important role in uh, 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 in the attacking end at first. So they've replaced uh, that attacking side of Wijnaldum with a whole bunch of new players. And uh, on the uh, central midfielder role, which he played during the World Cup uh, qualification games, he moved back into the central midfielder. They seem to be a a bit lacking there. And so they sometimes move... uh, attacking midfielders back to play in the central midfield. So again, more of an attacking team. Uh, As far as the attack goes, uh, I usually give the percentages of some of the top attackers. uh, So who can we expect to get the goals from? Well, uh, Netherlands has one player above 50% and three players uh, above 30%. So that is very high in terms of uh, goals per cap ratio i'm giving uh listeners a little bit of time to think who i'm gonna say and uh probably not a surprise that memphis Depay is the one above 50 percent. he has 42 goals in 80 games uh really a, a very high ratio there so we can expect to see him scoring goals uh amazingly the second highest is uh vincent Janssen. um Vincent Janssen, who only appeared in the very last game of uh, of, of recent uh, games, uh, he is 38.9%, seven goals in 18 games. And then uh, Dan Juma and Jorginho Wijnaldum, both above 30%. Dan Juma, though, it's only two goals in six games, so not really a, a fair uh, um, way to judge there. But Wijnaldum, 26 goals in 86 games, so they'll miss him. Uh, possibly at both ends of the field. But uh, other players who are not guaranteed starters, but who you may see uh, scoring goals during the Cup, are uh, Malin and Weghorst. They're both above 20%. Uh, even Davy Classen. Uh, and then uh, Stephen Burgwine and Cody Gapo are both above uh, 25%, uh, along with Classing And then uh, Noah Lang. Uh, one goal in five games, a new name. We'll go through new names. Uh, but they have a lot of players who can score, although a lot of them uh, uh, will be substitutes rather than starters. So the only the only kind of uh, uh, starter star is Memphis Depay as a scorer. So... Uh, Look for that. Okay, we'll go through just by name some of the new people on the squad. So we have Louis van Gaal. Uh, Louis van Gaal is their new manager since after the Euro Cup. We have a whole whack of new goalies who have all been kind of involved uh, in some way or another. So um, again, we talked about them in the the, uh, long version of the podcast or of the media cast here. So we'll just mention them by name in this uh, review. Uh, Mark Flecken, Justin Billow, Joel Drommel, and Kjell Sherpen. So definitely among goalkeepers, they have a bit of a selection problem because uh, uh, in addition to that, they have two likely candidates. Uh, on the table too. In central defense, we have Jurian Timber making his way into the squad, and to a lesser degree, uh, Jordan Pese, and even uh, Bruno Martins Indy coming back from a long winter uh, off the team, uh, recently coming into the squad. So he's a he's a veteran, but I put him as new because he's newly back. In the defensive midfield, Jurdi Shouten, and uh, left-wingers, a couple of them in Noah Lang and Cody Gatko. Some of these won't make the team, but quite a few of them will. And uh, Goose Till is an attacking midfielder, but generally playing as a, uh, as a defensive, uh, as a central midfielder. And then uh, injuries. Uh, well, first and foremost, uh, Jorginho Wijnaldum is uh not expected to, to be in the cup. He's expected to recover sometime after the cup. We also have Bayern Munich player Ryan Gravenberg with, uh, I believe it was an ankle uh, injury there. Uh, left defender, who, who is uh, a, a doubtful candidate anyway, Owen uh, Windall. And uh, forward uh, Arno Danjuma, although I think we said that he, he should be fit by the time the cup comes around. Okay, finally, notable absences. And again, we talked about them in the long version of the podcast, but uh, Martin uh, Stecklenburg, um, his absence uh, kind of creates a void to fill as starting goalkeeper. In left defence, uh, Patrick Van Arnhold, who seems to now be replaced by uh, Daly Blind, uh, we have a player who's doing well in England, but is off the squad, uh, the national squad, Joel Beltman. And similarly, uh, Donny van der Beek uh, with Man United in England, which was a big move for him, but he hasn't been seeing game time, which seems to cost him his position on the national squad. And Ryan Babel, who uh, kind of made a comeback prior to the Euro Cup, but didn't make the Euro Cup squad. And finally, uh, Luke De Jong, uh, who did have an injury, but that doesn't seem to be the reason that he's not uh, with the national squad. He just seems to not be being selected. So if we learn anything more about these players, we can do that uh, during the update podcast. Uh, But in in closing here, I'm just gonna go through the players we've selected as uh, starters for the squad. And again, it's hard to tell. They had a very uh, steady squad for the World Cup 2021 qualifying games or 20, the, the qualifying games for this cup. But then they, they kind of, uh, you know, put it in the blender for the, for the Nations League games. And now I don't know what, what to expect. Anyway, it will be Louis van Gaal uh, managing it unless they get rid of him uh, at this late point. Uh, for goalkeeper, we have three likely candidates, Jasper Selesin, Mark Flecken, and Tim Kroll. But we also have three possible candidates we introduced in the new section. And uh, who knows which of them is going to be the starter. I would uh, kind of edge towards Jasper Selesin, uh, uh there, but, um, but uh, you know, in terms of recent participation, which we discussed in the long version. Uh, it's still hard to hard to know. Uh, central defenders. Oh, it looks like we didn't um, we didn't uh, do starters when we went through that. Uh, but we have Stefan de Vries and Virgil van Dijk. I think they will be the starters. Uh, Matthias delect is a, a candidate, and if they go with a three-man defense, a stronger candidate yet. But um, I just have him as likely likely to make the squad here so um yeah the definite likely possible all of that is their likelihood of making the final squad and then the the green highlights for those on youtube the ones i'm going through now are uh, starters the players we think are starters so left back almost certainly daily blind Although he does does sometimes play as a central defender, right back almost certainly Denzel Dumfries. Uh, defensive midfielder turn Cooper We have him as likely to make the cup, but uh, I shouldn't have brought him up because he's not. Uh, we don't have him as a, a starter. However, in central midfielder, we have Frankie de Jong as a definite uh, uh, starter there as a definite candidate to make the cup and as a starter. Uh, Giorgio Winaldo is injured. He probably would have been a starter uh, either in the central midfielder or in the attacking role. He moved back during World Cup qualification to a more of a central midfield role. Uh, left wingers, all of those are uh, likely to make the cup. Stephen Bergwine, Noah Lang, Cody Gapko, uh, but we can't put a finger on which of them is going to start because they've been mixing and matching so much lately. However, we can say that uh, Stephen Berkwies, uh will be a definite starter, uh, but difficult to say if he's going to be kind of a right forward and attacking right winger or in central defense where he has been playing sorry, central midfield where he's been playing recently. Uh, David Klassen was also moved back to play more central midfield in recent times, but we have him as a a definite starter. Is he a starter? I didn't know we put him as a starter there. Uh, Anyway, um, and then as a forward, Memphis Depay is the only one we consider a starter but there are uh, a few likely or possible candidates who will be on the squad and uh, uh, possibly a starter but more likely as a uh, as a substitute all right so a bit hard to tell and maybe we can uh, give some clarification when they see when we see who starts their games between now and our update podcast in november so uh, thanks very much for listening uh, keep in mind, yes, we will be doing that update uh, in November. And uh, meanwhile, keep an eye on us at Soccer Files Canada. Uh, we have done one, one look at Netherlands team, and you can find uh, the link to that in the show notes along with other uh, links to relevant podcasts. Or you can look at our whole library at soccerfiles.captivate.fm or just type soccerfiles into the uh into google that soccer files with a ph in the middle and an s at the end Uh, um, and uh, we are soccer files canada so i hope to see you in our next podcast Bye bye